Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, you're listening to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, always, always, what do we say? Radical help for people want it. I'm your host, your traveling leader, Dan Waldschmidt, and I'm excited to be with you. So today has been a whirlwind because we have been preparing to launch this rebrand of Edgy and Dan Waldschmidt that it's taken us five, six plus months to put together. Just a few minutes ago, I was, I was preparing to get into the studio and um, record a podcast. And by the way, when I say in the studio, I'm actually on the road recording this. Uh, so I've got half of my technical gear with me, and the other half is back in the studio. And um, I was, ju- I mean, literally sitting down to, to, to record this in my hotel room, and my wife called me and, and she asked if I was eating. I realized I hadn't eaten dinner. And uh, I'm on the road traveling for a, an event I'm going to be doing tomorrow. And then, then I realized I needed to eat something. I don't know if you've ever had this kind of conundrum where it's 10 o'clock at night. You've gone all day without eating much, a little bit here or there, you know, airport, little snacks and stuff like that. And you're like, do I actually want to eat something or is it just too much effort? Maybe I'll starve until tomorrow morning and then I'll find something. So I went down to the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Front desk where you can get food. And they actually had frozen Hot Pockets. When's the last time you had Hot Pockets? I mean, seriously, at 38 years old, I think it's probably been the first 20 years of my life. I feel like I didn't have any Hot Pockets. I had one or two in my 19, 20, 21s. And then I don't think I've had Hot Pockets since then. So I just had a Hot Pocket and it was like eating bread with molten lava falling all over my hands and um, but I am grateful that I had some food to put in my belly so all jokes aside back to where we started of course this is edgy conversations you don't really care about hot pockets and hot lava and 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 trying to find a place to run in the middle of a rustic pes- Prescale, Maine I'm in Prescale, Maine how cool is that uh, but what you do care about is what perhaps I was starting this conversation about which is our rebrand of Dan Walshman now yesterday I talked with Matt um, about kind of finding our purpose. How to, that, that took us time, took us energy. Uh, emotionally, it was a really hard part of the journey for us to figure out our purpose. Now, I've got a friend named Leanne. She's pretty incredible. She looks at life a lot differently than I do. If you're looking for a great coach, her name's Leanne Hoagland Smith. She's connected to me on Facebook, she's connected to me on LinkedIn. Very, very, very smart. We see the world, we kind of come to the same conclusion often. But we come at this view from like wildly different perspectives. She's like one of these incredibly brilliant people, very intellectual, has like, you know, six or seven thesis that she presents and then comes to this conclusion. I'm kind of a gut instinct. That's stupid. You're a moron. Don't be dumb. You know, just kind of getting right to the finish line. But she's been hammering at me for years. What's your purpose? What's your purpose? What's your purpose? And I kept thinking, I don't know. I don't do I have one purpose. Is that all I have? I don't understand this. Some people seem to wake up in the morning and they're five years old and they know what they want to do for the next 50 years of their lives. Maybe you know somebody like that. Maybe somebody in your family. And what's frustrating is being around those people, but not being that person. You know what I mean? Like you you know you're meant for greatness. At times you even can achieve some level of greatness, but when you think of purpose, that seems too lasting. It's like, what's the one thing I want to do for the rest of my life? 
I don't know. I just want to be awesome in as many ways as possible. That's how my brain thinks. But through this rebranding process, we came away with this tagline, this mantra, this ethos, radical help for people who want it. Now, what I really love about that is it gives me liberty to do anything I, I want to do as long as it's radical help for people I want it, who want it. One thing I realized is that in a lot of areas of my life, I was, and I guess I should say still am, a lot better than many people, but not living up to my true expectations. For example, I'm in a lot of social media, but am I really social? I don't know how to be social. I mean, I'm doing this podcast right now, and I can talk into a mic. I enjoy it. I can talk from the stage, but as many of you know, if we're just having one-on-one conversation and I have to entertain you, I'm not really good at that. I, I, I need lessons. In fact, my wife keeps telling me, just ask about the other person. It's not about you, it's about them. So part of this whole process of us rebranding and being more clear about what we do is being vulnerable enough to say that for the first time in a long time, I'm realizing how much this is not about me. This is about the movement. And when I say movement, look, it's not something like Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, whatever the matters, fill in the blank. What this is about is helping people who want to change their lives with tools and processes. Now, what does that mean? Well, as many of you know, I've made lots and lots of money uh, helping the biggest companies in the world improve. Uh, usually that comes down to revenue. Uh, let's be serious. People talk about leadership. They talk about, you know, marketing changes and the, you know, we're in a culture change. But very few companies are really into that. It's usually startups that, that have that sort of cool culture. Uh, frankly, it's it's really all about revenue. And if you're publicly traded, I get it. Analysts are making sure your revenue goes up. They're looking for you to, to lead the way, not with quote unquote culture, but with, 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 that, with profit, <laughs> right? Because there's people depending on that. But for me, it's kind of disheartening when you advise senior leaders, hey, you gotta change, hey, you gotta change, hey, you gotta change. Yeah, 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 we'll get to it later. And then things blow up and I get a phone call saying, hey, you got it, can you be here tomorrow to help us? Meanwhile, I'm thinking in the back of my head, and, and I say it, so I'm not telling you anything I haven't told these leaders. What the fuck? Why, why, why have you waited nine months to do the right thing? Why is it that there has to be a fire? Why is it that things have to blow up? Why is it that there has to be really, really bad juju going on before you decide to step up and do the thing you know you, were already, you should have done in the first place? It's frustrating. Now, I get paid a lot of money to be a problem solver, to put out fires, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm ungrateful. In fact, I love what I do. I love being the guy who puts out fires. But more importantly than that, because that's kind of an ego thing, it's cool to be the guy who puts out fires, it's cool to be the guy who like saves the day. But more importantly, more importantly, what I really enjoy is being around people who are just excited to change. People who are, it's, it's, it's infectious. They're just, there's no pretense, no games, no kind of one-upsmanship. You know, it's just like, I want to be the best. Maybe you've, have you been around somebody like that? 
maybe that's you where you know you've you you've you've been wrestling with something or you've been fighting for something and you just you're like look man all my chips are on the table i just want to be awesome that's it i mean no no games i'm just here to to do the right thing so all these thoughts are going through my head all these things are happening and and change is hard for me because as a perfectionist i want to be the best at whatever i do but when you change change is new change is hard change is different and the first 20 times i do something i seem to end up in the bottom of the heap that sucks especially when you're super competitive because you want to be the best for coming right out of the gate and it's just not going to happen now of course me being delusional i'm expecting that i am going to be the best and then i'm going to get it right the first time and then i get slapped in the face a few times and have to come back to the realization that no that's probably not going to happen, right? I need, to, I need to not level set my expectations. I need to be willing to do the time. Have you ever heard someone say, you know, they worked for it? So high performers work for it. What that means is not that they just naturally have talent, but at every level as they move up the game, they, they put in the time at that level to make it to the next level. It's not oh, I've done this for so many years, I deserve to get a a boot or automatic pass to the next level. It's the fact that at that level, you look around and your competitors are, 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 are tougher. The game is tougher. The rules are tougher. And you're looking going, am I tougher? I think I'm the same person. I don't know what I'm gonna do. How do I make this work? So, so again, I'm giving you inside, inside into what's going on in my brain. Sharing a little bit of the this you know saga that's happening you know real time as 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 I'm as I'm trying to make all this work. Radical help for people who want it. It's not just a podcast. It's our it's our way of life. So imagine walking away from a business. And by the way, I'm not walking away from it, but I just haven't taken on any new clients. Where you've got clients who give you millions to then put together courses and materials that I'm selling for hundreds of dollars. Now, here's another problem. The other day I wrote an article called Why Most Success Advice is Bullshit and What to Do About It. I have a problem telling you how to be successful. I really do. Now, I don't mind mind getting up in your face and coaching you. I don't mind telling you when you're not putting in the time. But I've got, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable coming to you and saying, follow these five steps and you'll automatically be successful. Here's why. I didn't follow five steps to be successful. Uh, It's taken me 500 steps and I don't know which 200 of them were a waste of time and which 200 were the right ones and which 100 are just in the middle. I, I don't know. I don't know. Frankly, I look back at all of them and say, I learned a little bit of something from all of them. I learned from success. I learned from failure. I learned from not learning. So I struggle with building a business that comes to you and says, I'm going to tell you how to be successful. By the way, sorry for all the pops. Hopefully my audio guys can get all this cleaned up for me. As I said, half my gear, right? But I'm trying to come to you real, live, raw, from a hotel room. So what do I do? What do I do? What do you do? 
when you've got ambition and a plan and you now have a purpose, but in reality, you're not sure that there is something you can deliver that meets the standard that you're used to. See, in my line of work, previously, talk, working with really big companies, uh, I'm the best at what I do. Um, I'm the guy you call who is the fixer. I come in and, and help you with a lawsuit. I come in and help you achieve your revenue goals. I come in and help you with your leadership challenges or your, you know, your superstar sales guy who just seems to, 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 to be off his game. You need to you know, get him back on his game. And now, I'm, I, for some reason, I rise to that occasion, but it, it, what, what, are, what are the ways I can help you do that? So here's what real one one day and I'm getting someplace. It seems like I'm rambling. I'm not. I'm, I have a lot to say. So I guess it, it's coming out in pieces. I realized that I don't need to tell you what to do exactly. I realized that I don't have to give you the exact steps, but I do have to point a light on the right direction. Right? Do you agree with me? I need to point a light on the right direction, and so the courses and the materials that we're going to be delivering are gonna be a series of steps, series of activities that you're gonna to wanna to do. And we're gonna challenge you as a community to make each of these steps better. And that's really the exciting part about where we're going next. It's this. We're gonna be building community. Not just Dan writes newsletters, not just Dan pushes out tweets. We're gonna build a very strong, robust Facebook group that I'm gonna be engaged in. And I'm going to shut down most of the rest of my social media and just be in this group where we can talk, where we can hang out, where we can solve problems, both philosophically, meaning is this an, an E thing, an E, a DG, Y thing, which of the edgy principles is this? But more importantly, how can we network so that you can get the job you want? How can we skill share so that you can get the promotion you want? How can we knowledge share so that you can land the client you want, right? How can we do all these things together so that our lives can improve together? So that you can take your game to the next level, so that I can take my game to the next level, and together, together, we, we put together a series, a series of growth strategies that allows us to, 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 to kind of live a life uh, of, of, of full richness, full richness and destiny. Now, listen, guys, it's, um, it's getting late here up in Maine, and I need to uh, assemble my final notes and prepare for tomorrow. I just want to spend a few minutes sharing with you about some of the new changes that are happening my thoughts. Tomorrow I'll bring some more thoughts to you about where we're going and kind of all the pieces that are coming together. Here's the truth. It's not about me. It's not even so much about you. It's about us together. What could we do together if we build a community of people where everyone, everyone is focused on taking their game to the next level and helping the person beside them do that exact same thing? That's the grand experiment we're about ready to uncover. So join me on this. Um, thank you for your participation so far. And please know that my door is wide open. Some of you call me. Some of you 
email me. Uh, some of you text me. Uh, uh, I got a call from Nate yesterday who listened to the podcast and said, hey, you asked if anyone had any ideas to call you. I was right in the middle of a board meeting. I stepped out. I took his call. We talked for a few minutes. Thank you, Nate. Uh, for the rest of you, call me, email me, text me. Let me know what we can do to make this community and your life more potent and powerful. Help you get a little bit closer to where you want to be. As always, guys, Dan Walshman, this is the Edgy Conversations podcast. Radical help for people who want it. Listen, 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 listen. Don't do nothing. Go do something awesome today, okay? Go just strike out in a direction that you've always wanted to be going. Don't look back. Don't question it. Don't doubt yourself this time. Just fucking do it, okay? And I'm going to be out there to join you and cheer you on. Mm-hmm.